The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. You're listening to KIOF-LP 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio. Broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas. TV. And thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB. Talk 1490 Southern Alabama. And now, here's your host with so much brain he'd like to share it with you, Rocco Kelly. You with the Sports Angle, I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. There is a quote in the sports world that I really believe NBA superstars and superstars in general should really learn how to use. And that, if you are on a winning streak, do not talk about the winning streak. All right. The first rule of the winning streak is you don't talk about a winning streak. Well, unfortunately, the biggest superstar in the NBA, LeBron James, had to come out and talk about how the Lakers were on a winning streak. And more importantly, he had to bring up the fact in a delicious and a sweet taste of (laughs) justice to come later on. He said, and quote, the Lakers can't worry about the playoff seeding. They're not going to worry about it. You know what? They're four games in, uh, ahead of the second-place team in the Western Conference. We're not going to worry about it. Now, if that if this quote fired on him, I want you to know that your host, Rocco Kelly, is going to be laughing his you-know-what off. Because there is nothing better than seeing 
superstar say a quote about how great they're doing and then watch them immediately go a full 360 and fall flat on their (laughs) you-know-what. I mean, look, everybody who's listening right now, you know that when it comes to being first place or having a long winning streak, both of them at the same time, you don't talk about it because eventually it's going to end up backfiring on you. I mean, maybe this is just because the Lakers are ending up being a surprise story in the first two-thirds of the season, and they have 25 games left in the NBA, or maybe it's the fact that you are watching the Lakers, and time and time again, they are showing their arrogance by making it seem like they really don't care, which is what it looks like, by the way. It really looks like the Lakers do not care about what is happening at this point of the season. They're the first seed. They've got LeBron James. They've got Anthony Davis. They've got all these players on their team And they're going to do whatever they want. Nobody's going to stop them. Well, unfortunately, the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Clippers are right behind you. And, yes, you're four games ahead of those teams and you're first place in the West. But don't forget that you have 25 games left of an 82-game season. The trade deadline just happened, and you really did not make any moves. Those teams behind you did make moves. I mean, they weren't made uh, as the trade deadline. No one makes major moves. But some minor depth pieces to acquire their team, make their team better, and you did not. Your bench is depleted. All right, you don't have a bench. You have three players, and that's it. You've got Anthony Davis, you got LeBron James, you got Kyle Kuzma. You have nobody else. The rest of them are just either solid guys who you don't use properly or they're average guys who you're wanting them to be above average on the court. Rocco, this reminds me you of... You have the second oldest roster. This this reminds me of, of my dear friend Icarus, where he yes. thought he was great and grand and could fly anywhere that he wanted to up, up and up all the way to the sky until finally the sun cooked him. And I think (laughs) that's what's going on with LeBron Icarus James over here. I think he has gotten so used to flying high and being up there on the top in his lofty, lofty position and what has happened now is that he is falling down, especially when you start to get arrogant. What is what is it that uh, that pride comes before? Pride become pride comes before the fall. Before Absolutely. the fall, and I'm not talking about autumn. I am talking about falling down. Fallen down from the top, fallen down from your high horse, 
whatever other cliche or idiom that we can possibly think of, I think this guy has gotten a little too arrogant, and we've all said it before, I mean, probably for years, but now it is coming around to bite him in the butt. And like you were just about to say, him and all of the people around him are starting to get old. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, the Lakers have the second oldest roster in the NBA. You can't dispute that fact. It's it's a fact. However, what you can dispute is his claim that that the seeding isn't a topic of conversation in L.A. It might not be a topic of conversation in your locker room, but if you go to the other side of the Staples Center, the Clippers are talking about it. I guarantee you that we're going to be talking about, okay, how can we beat the Lakers? All right, if we are the seed, how are we going to go to the number one seed and beat them? Or, more importantly, hey, if we get into the championship round, how are we going to beat the Lakers? Let's discuss this. Let's game plan. Let's talk about it. Because you understand, and everyone who's listening, you're going to understand this as well, a Making it seem like the seeding in the NBA does not matter is not true. The seeding in the playoffs in baseball, basketball, football, hockey, even auto racing, it doesn't matter because here's why. The higher higher seed you are gives you more security. Yes, it does. You have to give them credit. But just because you're the number one seed does not mean you're going to get an easy stroll into the playoffs. There's a reason why you have a number two, a number three, a number four in the playoffs. Uh, You have seeds. Occasionally, you'll have a lower seed who makes this miracle run into the playoffs. In baseball, plenty of times where a wild card team will make to the ALCS, NLCS. They'll make the upset. The Nationals were a wild card team, and they won the entire World Series. In the NBA, there has been times where a number one seed has lost to a number eight seed. It hasn't happened recently, but it has happened in the past. A number two losing to a number seven. It has been the occurrence where, yes, seeding is not the main cause of concern. The main cause of concern for you, LeBron James, you're making it seem like it does not matter. Like, you know what? We can take the rest of the season. We're the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to win regardless. And maybe this is just a superstar mentality kicking in, but it's the fact that you understand. You've been here for 17 years. Right? 17 years you've been in the league. You should know that the seating and where you are does matter. But, hey, you're the quote-unquote best player in the world. So maybe your pride comes before the fall and the Lakers start struggling. Because once you hit that 20-game mark, you have those final 20 games to pick up your momentum heading into the playoffs. And, and let's talk about and buffers for a second. And those final 20 games are going to show it. And, and buffers are good, but there's a reason why you have buffers. You have a buffer because the people behind you 
are hard, are are working harder to close that gap. That's why you have a buffer. You have a buffer so that the people below you can get up there. You don't have a buffer so you can be arrogant. You don't have a buffer so you can show off how much you're ahead. You have a buffer because you have to know that the people that are right behind you are trying to close that gap. And as soon as you start pointing out, ah, well, you can't do it. You can't close it out. I've never seen anybody in a race turn around and say, nana, nana, boo, boo, I'm going to win this thing. No, you, you keep going and you keep running. So that's the issue that, that's happening right now. And I think, um, I think they're going to lose that buffer sooner than they think. They're going to lose that buffer. And with 20 games left, don't be surprised. Right now they have the second best winning streak out of all the NBA teams. Don't be surprised if pride comes before the fall. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we'll be back after this. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join The Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll celebrate Valentine's Day. And that means it's our annual Valentine's comedy show. We'll get out our collection of humorous, crazy, and perhaps disturbing love songs. And on the countdown this week, the hits from the second weekend of February in 1945. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Sports Angle. Here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. We are here on TV, double AMP dot TV, KIOF 7.9 FM in Las Vegas and talk 1490. W-I-R-B, WIRB in South Alabama. Winning streaks and long tenures of success in sports. NBA is going to be the main focus of the dialogue, but this can apply to the big four sports. Heck, this is going to apply to auto well. You can pick up some momentum, getting consistent podiums, getting consistent wins. Just keep this in mind. Now, we're focusing on the Lakers here because you in the West Coast love the Los Angeles Lakers. It seems like you're on two spectrums of the scale. Either you love the Lakers or you despise them. No middle ground if you live in the West Coast, if you live in California, Nevada, if you live in the surrounding states. All right? There is no middle. However, before the Lakers went on their run, the Nuggets and the Raptors went on a very successful lengthy winning streak. And the Nuggets recently just had their winning streak end. But the face that winning streak, they went from being fourth in the Western Conference to being second now. And they're only four games back from the Lakers. And I understand that people are saying, oh, four games, that's a huge gap. Well, considering there's less than 20 games in the NBA season, they're around that mark now. They're they're around the 55-60 game mark in the NBA. You have to understand the the unjustified to your that the Denver Nuggets are four games back and the Clippers are four and a half back from the first seed in the Western Conference. But 20 with around 20 games left. That's not that big of a gap. All right, 20 games, four games can change just like that. All right, like Thanos, if I snap my fingers, a four-game, being four games back could go into a five-game lead in the span of about 10 games. All right, in 10 games, the Nuggets could go on another successful win streak, and the Lakers could start losing because of their age because of their regression, and because of that, it is going to allow them to get back up there. It's same with the Clippers, same with the Jazz, same with the Rockets, same with the Mavericks. Well, and with right, playoffs, you want to come in with some with some momentum. You want to come in with some wins under your belt 
so that you're comfortable, that you can act like you've been there before. You don't want to play catch-up going into the playoffs. So if you slip from number one to number two seed, what's going to happen is you have this mental anguish of are we going to make it? Are we ready for it? Are we are we young enough? Do we have enough stamina? Considering that these guys that were four games behind completely eclipsed us. Well, right, and like Utah Jazz, by the way, right now have the winning streak out of all the teams in the NBA. Like currently, right now, as we speak, the Utah Jazz have the biggest win streak. And they're fourth in the Western Conference, and they're only five and a half back. It's all about momentum. And you, who is listening right now, you're going to understand this. With five and a half games back, 20 games left, all you got to pick, all you got to do is be consistently racking up wins. If you win 15 out of 20, or if you win 12 out of 20, but the teams ahead of you only win eight out of 20, that is a big difference. There is a huge gap between winning four or five more games in a span of 20. All right, it makes a big difference, but more importantly, going into the playoffs, we've been talking about momentum, and it's the main conversation we're having on the sports angle right now, is that momentum is key. And if you're Utah, L.A., Denver, Houston, regardless of who your favorite team is, you understand that these final 20 games in the NBA, in the NHL, and even the NFL, that last half of the season, that final stretch before the playoffs is key. And it's very crucial to making yourself either a successful playoff team or a dud heading into that first round of the playoffs and then proceeding onward. It's like March Madness. Let's go against one of my cardinal rules and do a little bit of math on the air. So we've got 20 games left, right? And then we've got... Around there. Yeah, yeah, around 20 games. I'm sure there's some people that have 19 and others that that have... But the average is 20. So the other thing is it's four games lead or four games to close the gap. So you need the Lakers to at least lose, let's say, eight games... And right there, the Lakers have a chance to lose 50% of their games anyway just because of the way that they're acting and and maybe an injury or two might pop up in the next 20 games. The, because it's it's a stretch. It's a stretch to March Madness. It's, it's, it's almost like a uh, – um, not a marathon, it's a sprint. So now if you have to actually win – almost twice as many games as you think that you need to to close the gap just to make sure that you can actually take that one spot away from them. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it's just the scenario that the Jazz are on a good run right now. The Lakers are currently on a good run. The Nuggets and the Raptors were on a great run up to recently. And what I'm getting to and the point that I'm really trying to drive home and try to get to the post figuratively is that the last half of the season is a very crucial key moment in the NBA. And there's around 25 games. Well, let's round it up. 
There's about 20 games left in the NBA season, and it is very crucial for these teams to understand where they're going to be, their placement in the playoffs. Because LeBron James might tell you that the playoff seeding is not does not matter, but they are not going to focus on the playoff seeding. But that is a bunch of baloney. Okay, it does matter. It does matter who you're going to face, but more importantly, who the guy you're facing and the team you're facing and well, how successful they've been in those last 20 games. Because that is that last half of the season that you are going to be critiqued on. And I was going to get into March Madness for a second. Those teams that are the number one, number two seeds in the March Madness, take a look at their schedule over the last 7 to 11 games leading up into March Madness. Their win and loss record is going to indicate to you who is really going to win March Madness. Now, it's not definitive proof. Like, it's not like you can just look at them and go, oh, this guy's won 11 in a row. I'm going to put all my money on him. Or you go to the casino with your bag of pennies and go, here, I want to place this on, on that team. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, though, is that if there is a team that's been consistently racking off win after win, or if they lose, they have been losing by one point, by two points. And these nail biters heading up into March Madness, it makes a safe bet that they are going to go far in March Madness. Because a think... team that is consistently losing or they have not been beating easy opponents leading up to March Madness t- tends to tell you that they are going to struggle heading into the tournament. And the NBA applies in the same way. And we're not going to sit here and say that the the Lakers aren't going to make it to the playoffs and the Lakers aren't going to to make it far. What we're saying is they're not going to be at their lofty number one. They're probably going to enter the playoffs as a number two, considering they are slacking off. They're 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 walking backwards from what 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 happened. And with that, you're you're almost cutting off your own momentum. What you need to do when you are in the lead is to keep driving, keep pushing, keep doing the same things that you've been doing that got you into the lead to begin with. That now is not the time to to sit on your laurels. Now's not the time to kind of kind of take a break. We've all read the story and we all know it front to back of the rabbit in the hare. And the main reason that the hare didn't win is not because he wasn't as as fast as the turtle or anything else is because he stopped and decided that I'm so fast that I can be lazy about it. If he had the same determination as the turtle, then he would win, and then you can take your break. That's why they have an off-season. Well, some players tend to have their off-season be mentally during the last half of the season because if they are successful and they are one of the top seeds, they check out, they take their hammock, they go sit in it and they're like, ah, hot chocolate, grapes, blueberry pie. Oh man. I'm just enjoying life right now. Meanwhile, there'll be a game going on on the opposite bench. Now, 
Now, very quickly, I, now very quickly, <laughs> um, we will get into more of the NBA conversation when we come back from break here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we'll be back after this. Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Jazz is making new with taters and grits. Listen to the Joy of Jazz five days a week from 11 to noon. With your host, Joy. Enjoy classic and modern jazz, exclusive interviews, and much more. It's the most fun you can have before lunch. Underwritten by Pink and Blue Organic Energy Drink. Visit their website at www.pink-blue.eu. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join the Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? You know just what to say And you know just what to do Hi, this is Paul And this is Dean From the Paul and Dean Show Listen to the Paul and Dean Show live Every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM Las Vegas Public Radio Broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at gm.com. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenni's 3D Virtual Try-On. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenni.com, quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95 share tips and have some fun as we ride our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car truck or suv safer more dependable and to make it last longer for less money the cnc auto show cranks up on saturdays from 8 a.m till 10 a.m we'll meet you right here at magic 97.9 fm kiof las vegas hi everyone i'm craig orndorff on the next seems like old times we'll celebrate valentine's day and that means it's our annual Valentine's Comedy Show. We'll get out our collection of humorous, crazy, and perhaps disturbing love songs. 
And on the countdown this week, the hits from the second weekend of February in 1945. Seems like old times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Welcome back to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Live every day on Amp.TV where you can catch up on previous shows in case you wanted to know who actually picked the Super Bowl outcome. Surprise, it was me. And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Just realized that bet wasn't officially paid by So do you want me to mail you that Reese's Big Cup, or do you just want me to send you uh, the money to pay for it? Oh, I no. just realized that. Oh, no, no, no. I already, I already bought one, and I already put it on your tab. So it, it was, okay, it was it delicious. It was delicious. I, I ate on that for probably two or three days because I can't eat the big guy, man. Come on. That's like eating half a jar of peanut butter. All right. So everybody is listening, folks. You've heard it. We have a tab here at the sports angle. I'm essentially the character from Cheers where he walks into the <laughs> bar in order to drink every single episode. Rocco. Oh. <laughs> Now, yeah, exactly. Now, that tab eventually is going to become way too much, and I'm never going to have to pay for it, and it's going to be a great, great thing to talk about later down the line. Now, sports. And in the chat on AMTV, they bring up a great point. In March Madness, the key is to the brackets, but if you're going to use an underdog, you have to use the last 11 games, right? The last 11 games of the season, you have to look at consistency and figure out which underdog has the consistency to make it. You're not just going to pick a random team and say, oh, that's the team I'm going with. No, what you're going to do, if you're smart and you're going to play your cards right, you are going to take... All of the teams, you're going to study them, and you're going to pick a handful and go, all right, they've won eight out of 11. Team, they've lost two of their last three, but they were nail biters, and they were one point as opposed to being a five-point spread. You're, you're going to play it smart, and the underdog, if you're going to pick one or maybe two, you're going to use statistics, and you're going to use analytical data to back up the reason why you're doing it. And that is really how March Madness should be done. Because, look, your bracket is not going to be perfect. All right? Every year, they have that challenge to see if who can lose flash. Your bracket is not going to be perfect no matter how much you study, no matter how much you try. It is not going to be 100% guaranteed. If it was Somebody would have won the Warren Buffett challenge by now. But it does not happen. Okay? What happens is that you get close. And there are some people 
that are two teams off, or they are three teams off. And that's very impressive, but it's still not 100%. What you can do is what the sports angle does. You use analytical data to back up the reason why you picked Team X, Y, and Z to win in tournament section A, B, and C. That is what you do for March Madness. You pick a couple of upsets, some underdogs, but you have to understand why you're picking that team, and you got to give a solid foundation for why you're picking the team. And continue with the reference that we were talking about with momentum of winning streaks, the second half of the season in the NBA, superstars tend to take their foot off the gas. In the NHL, last 15 games of the year, that final stretch, in the NHL, the superstars don't become healthy scratches. They don't just take time off. They don't just put them on the fourth line. They put their feet up. They go, oh, have a nice skate. I'll be over here if you need me. Like, they just, like, casually skate around while everybody's hustling as hard as they can. No, they don't do that. Because at the end of the day, they want to win. All right, if you are a real superstar, the NHL shows this. MLB shows this. They want to win. And they are going to do whatever they can to get it done. And the NBA does not do that. And it's unfortunate. It really is. But you need to know the facts. And the facts is is that the NHL gets so much respect because those players, every single game, and by the way, folks, the NBA and the NHL have the same schedule. 82 games is the NBA and the NHL. So they are the perfect parallel. The NHL superstars, they try every single game. They're going to put in a full effort. And if they don't, they get bashed by everybody in the community, in the media. Even the players will talk about it. In the NBA, if somebody doesn't try their hardest, nobody bats an eye. It's, we- like, it's like the Joker in the Dark Knight. It's Essentially, the quote is, if one superstar in the NHL... Actually, let me, let me, let me just change the quote. If there is one superstar in the NBA that doesn't try... Nobody cares. But if one MB, or if one NHL superstar doesn't try, everybody loses their minds. It's like that dilemma in the dark night. All right? It's just a scenario where you got to give your full effort, and it annoys everybody. It annoys you, and it annoys your host, Rocco Kelly, when a superstar puts their foot off the, off the gas, and they just hover it over the brake. They're not touching the brake, all right? But they're just hovering their foot over the brake, and they're not going all the way. Yeah, well, I mean, you you look at this where it's burn the candle at both ends is is brighter and and everything else. uh, It seems like this is the, the show of cliches. But the issue is is that you need to be out there and need to be a superstar because you need to make that career. So with the NBA, we've got these careers that go on 20 years or so plus. 
that you don't usually have that in hockey or any other sport where there's a physical type of uh, type of uh, game to it. So what well, NHL he, players play twenty years. Yeah, there's a lot of players. They're way don't. more beat up than than the NBA is. And, and what oh, I'm they might be to, beat up physically, but they still do it. Oh yeah. What I'm what I'm trying to get to is that the NBA players are more about jersey sales and team uh, uh, team building off the court. Instead of leaving it out there on the court, everybody's looking at, I want to play for this team for 20, 30 years, as opposed to I'm playing a season right now. This is where I need to be. This is the play I need to be doing. This, These are the people that I need to be working with. Instead of looking right now at everything and saying, hey, this is... Uh, this is what I need to be focusing on, and this is where I need to leave everything that I've got in my body out there. You don't see that. What you see is, well, I've got to pace myself this year so that the next two or three years are all going to be just as easy. But here's the thing. If you want to collect that same couple million dollars that you're making right now, you need to produce it's not about just job security or protecting your job. It is all about leaving it out there and having those W's on your record. At the end of the day, if, if I am going to hire somebody to play on my team, I'm going to look at their W's. And I'm going to look at their L's and say, were they the reason? Because they didn't do something a little bit faster. Or it, it, it's the same thing as I lost a race by 15 seconds. You couldn't push yourself just a little bit harder to get that extra 15 seconds. Or I lost by four or five points. And that was because I didn't, I didn't really drive for this. Or I hesitated when, when it was my turn and with my, my ball and with my puck or, or whatever it is. That's the issue right. with a lot of these guys is that they would sit here and they'll tell you, well, we're superstars and, and we'd know what we're doing. But why don't you show me? Show me you're a superstar. Don't spread out your points and your W's and everything else across 20 years. Let's get them now. Right. Let's don't, get a play don't, in don't now. Show me. Right. Like, don't just say it. Show me. Right. Yeah. Let's get it in now. If you're a superstar, then you should be blowing people out of the water. You should be blowing the doors off of the place. You should be hitting fireworks every single time that you are out there on the field, court, ice, whatever. Instead oh, of going, okay, well, I don't want to get injured. Injuries are, are inevitable. You're going to be injured. Now, are you going to be injured doing your job or are you going to be injured just hanging out and in, in kind of collecting a paycheck? Right. Right. Will you get injured on the court? Will you, will you get injured on your yacht and falling off of it in Miami? Right. Now, very quickly before we get to break, there was a statement that came out recently about the Lakers saying that Alex Caruso is their secret weapon. That's like the Celtics saying 10 years ago that Ryan Scalabrini was their secret weapon. It's not a secret if the guy is a living meme. All right? Knock it off. <laughs> All right, this is The Sports Angle. Rocco Kelly, 
and we'll be back after this. Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join The Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll celebrate Valentine's Day. And that means it's our annual Valentine's Comedy Show. We'll get out our collection of humorous, crazy, and perhaps disturbing love songs. And on the countdown this week, the hits from the second weekend of February in 1945. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Buckle up. It's time for more Sports Angle. Live with your host, Rocco Kelly, every day on Amp.TV. If you ever miss a show or want to join the conversation, you know where to go. Amp.TV. Thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB Talk 1490. And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. 
Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Sometimes I wish that NBA players, NFL players, NHL players, even MLB players would have the mentality that they had back when they were in high school. When they were on the varsity team and they were trying as hard as humanly possible to make a name for themselves. Now, every once in a while, in the in the current generation anyway, that there will be a high school athlete, they're cocky. They know that they are going to the next level. All right, they have that look in their eye that, man, I got natural talent. It's not going to matter. I'm going to go to the top school. But for the most part, majority of the high school players that are going to make it to the next level and especially the ones that become stars at that next level, they have that drive. They have that determination. They have everything they need to make it to the next level because they're going to put in that work. They're going to put in that five hours of practice day after day because they want to get to the next level. Because there is a quote that a former head coach and one of the best head coaches of all time used to say is that God-given talent will only take you so far, but skill and the amount of effort you put into it will beat God-given talent every time. Right? It makes a lot of sense. If you have God-given talent, that's great. If you put in the skill and you put in the effort, it will beat God-given talent nine out of ten times. That's just the way it is. All right, it's about how much you want it. And it's similar to the chat on Amp TV. It takes a person to play hard after a big contract. It shouldn't be that way. It's the opposite. It takes a special person to play hard when you're only making a million dollars as opposed to when you're making trillion. Because when you make all that money, it should incentivize you and it should entice you to play harder. If you dropped $10 million into my lap right now, and normally I'm not talking about myself, but let's do it for this scenario. If there was a if there was a network out there, or if there was somebody that airdropped $10 million into my lap, I would be working as hard as humanly possible to pay back that $10 million in terms of product, in terms of talent, in terms of productivity. It shouldn't be the other way around. It shouldn't be once I get that $10 million that got airdropped and is right in, in front of my house, I would go... And I got $10 million. I'm good. I'm going to do my show. I'm not going to prepare. Uh, uh, whatever. No. If you give me $10 million, I'm going to work twice as hard. It shouldn't be the other way around. I mean, agree or disagree? Oh, I it agree. It should be the other way around. If you airdrop me $10 million and you're paying me that much, you should work twice as hard. Well, and I think a lot of it is because these players, and 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 really, it's it's all players around that that just turn into slackers. And and my thing is, is that they're not hungry anymore. 
You know what I mean? When you're hungry, you're hustling. You're out there. You're you're doing as the best you can. You're trying to be the superstar. And then what everybody thinks is, oh, I made it to the top. I'm done. It, it's the same thing we were talking about with with teams making it to the number one seed. Instead of continuing what they were doing, they sit back a little bit. They 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 pump the brakes. They they say, whoa whoa whoa, we don't want to burn all the way out. Well, how does a uh, how does a horse exactly? How does a horse in a race run? You usually start out right, right off the bat, right? You start out, and then maybe in the middle is when you take your break. Maybe in the middle is when you slow down just a little bit. And you know why you do that? So that you can finish strong. Finish strong. Let's let's take that $10 million price tag. Let's take that $1 million price tag. Let's take that $10,000 price tag. And use it like people are actually paying you to do your job to the best of your ability. That's what's happening. Right, it's similar to it's similar to Formula One. Like Formula One, they get paid millions of dollars to drive for Mercedes, to drive for Ferrari, for Ashton Martin. But if you are a successful driver in Formula One, they're going to start out the race strong. They're not going to make any aggressive moves early. Unless you're just happened, but you're not going to make these aggressive moves early on. I can take your foot off the gas. You're still going to try to be out front. But what happens is that during the middle towards the end of races in Formula One, that is when you'll start to see the strategies play out. That's when you'll see a Lewis Hamilton, a Sebastian Vettel, a Voltaire Botas. There is a certain type of individual in Formula One, and if they're going to make those strategy moves towards the middle of the race to get them into the lead, that when they're doing those round of pit stops and they got to put on the hard, the, the hard uh, wear, or they got to put on the soft tire or the medium tire, they're going to swap them out and they're going to get themselves into the lead. So yes, that's a perfect example. They don't put their foot off the gas, but they're not going to make those aggressive moves early or around the middle of the race. It's to back end that you're going to see a Hamilton and Vettel make those aggressive moves and get and pick up the win. So let's look at a season as a let's look at a season as a race. You start out right off the bat coming out of the gate as quickly as you possibly can. Then what you do is you say, "Okay, we we've got our lead, we've got our break, we've we've got we've got our, our four game lead, you know what I mean? So now let's yeah. let's ride this. Let's let's take it a little bit easier. I know we've got uh, a, a few more uh, games to get into. It's going to be a long season, so let's let's put it into cruise control. Let's let's kind of stay where we are, but 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 not be as aggressive as as possible. And then what you do is you push for the end. And I, I know we've kind of got off track a little bit from the uh, from getting paid so much, but that's it. That's what you oh, do. Okay. You do your job. And so my issue is, is why are you turning around and telling the people that just paid you, I'm not really worth that much money? I know you just gave me $10 million, 
but I'm going to give you $9 million worth of work, or I'm going to give you $1 million worth of work. I know that, that, that you'll just keep giving me more money, and I'll, I'll turn around and I'll ask for more money. Let me get it. But who stays, who's the first one into practice, and who's the first one or, or, and the last one out? Those are the people. Well, that's why buyouts become such a reoccurring theme in the NBA. Like during the offseason, there are so many buyouts. Because yeah. teams will pay these massive salaries, and then during the offseason, they'll look at the production numbers, and they'll go, why did I pay this guy $4 million when he's not even getting two points a game? Yeah. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. So here's the thing. If these guys are are uh, greedy or capitalists or whatever, they, they just want more money and more, more checks. We, we all do. I mean, more extra dollars in everybody's pocket is always the best. But if you turn around and you say, okay, let me let me prove to you that I'm that I'm worth the 10 million. And then beyond that, you gave me 10. I want to give you 15 million dollars worth of work. That way, when I turn around and I say, hey, coach, hey, owner, hey, fans, I believe that I deserve an extra $5 million next season or next contract because I've put that effort in there. But when you come in and you say, I've got $10 million and turn around and give me only $5 million worth of effort or I only get $5 million worth of uh uh, worth of profit or worth of equity or, or right, you're or getting just, paid twice, twice the amount of money. Exactly. Why can't I turn around and say well, it's time to renegotiate the contract? I think I should pay you less because of blah blah blah. Everybody wants to renegotiate re- renegotiate a contract when it's on the on its way up. Every player wants to do that, but they never accept a, a renegotiation of the contract when it's lower. When I can, when I can point out all of the different, right, or they want in favored nation, where exactly. somebody gets paid higher amount of money, they get a raise automatically. Exactly. So you want to, you want to raise, you want to raise at your job, you, you want to raise in your life, you want to, uh, you want to raise in in anything that you do. And I'm not just talking about sports; I'm talking about everybody who is out there. Take what you're doing, Absolutely. and we're talking to you, everybody who's yeah. listening right now. Absolutely. You're driving KIOF and uh, and WIRB out there, Amp.TV, everybody who's out there listening right now. The the thing is, is if you want more out of life, you got to put more in. That's that's as simple as it is. The, the more that you put into something, the more you're going to get back. That's just the way that the world works. So if you want to raise it at your uh, at your job, do more. Sorry. Sorry if you think that you're already doing enough and already deserve a raise. Show them that you need a raise. Give them a right, reason. Do overtime. You know, show exactly. up an hour before you're supposed to be there and leave an hour, an hour after you're supposed to be after you're supposed to leave. Give yeah, somebody do, do, a reason show, show to that. pay you. Give somebody a reason to give you more money because the thing is is they will happily give it to you instead of reluctantly giving it to you. You come in and slam slam your hands on somebody's desk and say, give me a raise, they're going to reluctantly give it to you. But if your boss can right. see... Or they'll give it to you and then they'll be the first one they fire. Exactly. But your boss will see that you're working harder and you're doing the right thing and you're earning your paycheck. They will gladly give you more money. Right, and it, it, 
and it's kind of when it comes to the amount of uh, productivity. Like I really like the high school example, and uh, and there is the high school report that they do on the sports circus here on MTV, and I really need to bring that kid on because you know he could have this conversation, but. When it comes to high school basketball players and high school football players, they have a work ethic of where outside of a chosen few who God-given talent, they know that they got to work twice as hard to get to the next level. They're and hungry. they really need to have that mentality in college and in the NFL. Las Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. This programming segment on Magic 97.9 FM is sponsored by the Las Vegas Tribune Newspaper Company. Their website can be found at www.lasvegastribune.com. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join the Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Well, if I could walk on water. This program is brought to you in part by PHYN, in partnership with the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Finn's products protect your home from damaging pipe leaks, conserve our water, and save you money. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys, for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. <laughs> 